Hello, everyone, and welcome to another horror review. I think this one's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to go to go live, and it's all like what, 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 what with the title. So, um, yeah, um, this could be my last stream ever as I get banned. <laughs> Twitch is freaking out. Um, right, I'm going to remove Twitch there. I've, I've tried putting symbols and stuff in. That's why Facebook wouldn't let me go. So, right. Let's uh, let's try this again. Oh my god! Uh fun times, fun times. Gotta love, um, gotta love the old uh, censorship. There we go. <laughs> Put a few symbols in there. All right. If you have a guessed already by the title, for review, dead hooker in a trunk, which is me. I've just had to literally change and put symbols and all sorts of crazy stuff in because um, the algorithm's going, you bad person." Ah, uh, it's weird. Uh, we've talked about censorship and horror. Um, like the normies, they're perfectly fine if it's in an action movie, a historical drama, something else. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> Bunch of levy levered fucking arseholes, honestly. And the thing is, they're happy to have half naked chicks, like not even half. Let's let's be honest, seventy five percent to eighty percent naked, going right to the knuckle. What they can show and basically uh, promoting porn sites, and they're happy with that because that's providing them lots of income. But you come up and you try to. Uh, watch a movie a title and it's too blunt for them then uh, they have a freak out oh my god what a uh, what a palaver <laughs> but here we go <laughs> fun times right um, yeah sort of doing the doing around looking for random stuff came across this and um yeah, it's been described. I, I was going to say it's like a uh, splatterpunk type movie, but they've called it a can exploitation horror movie. And let's see, I want to look that up. And can exploitation is a neologism. Neo Fucking what is we yanks and making up random shitty words? It was coined in 1999 by the magazine Broken Pencil. Well, there you go. Fucking magazines putting half words together and fucking making up new ones and just sounds like retarded shite. Um, blah, 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 going down the road with a blah, 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 blah. Right. Canadian B movie. Is that what it means? Just call it a Canadian B movie? Tax shelter era? All oh, right. Um, oh, so basically, um, yeah, got funded from the government to make movies. Yeah. So, what? what's the fucking... That word is painful to look at. It's actually painful to look at. It's like, what the hell? God, anyway. um, Right, let me give you a, an idea. This movie is so cheesy <laughs> that they couldn't even name the characters. I mean, even on the credits and stuff, you've got geek, badass... Junkie and Goody Two Shoes. That's the characters' names. They actually have names in this, so we know we're in for a good time. <laughs> um, that's basically what it says. We will start off. We'll, we've got um one of the main characters, Badass, get into a club, and what we we'll have are basically on stage 
two cats in a sack, wailing, I an attempted singing. Um, and I think it's a boyfriend and girlfriend. I think we'll meet him later on. Um, because he's kind of out of shot and she's all like half crying in the mic. He's pushing against her and he's crying in the mic, and then she's flipping the bird and all sorts, you know, while on stage and like this is quality. And people are just sniffing and licking each other and snorting stuff and uh just proper like it's one of those bars you wipe your feet the way out. <laughs> proper quality. Um Oh dear, no, dear man. You managed to fill the pram a couple of times, that's all I'm saying. So something worked. Or you've got a really good neighbor. Prepare to help out. <laughs> but yeah, um we've got uh this lovely club, and you're just like, oh you know you, you know you're actually physically scratching, you're like looking around going, Yeah, um, you know, it's one of the ones you expect like needles in the corner sort of thing, and you can't sit anywhere, you know, and uh just um the alcohol is used as a you know you don't actually get served drinks it's a fucking spread for sanitize trying to sanitize the place there is that's what the alcohol is used for um but yeah there we go that's that's all happening blah 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 party 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 cut scenes to the next morning you've got people waking up in baths and all sorts you know that lovely lifestyle that um I couldn't be arsed with. Like, I, I'm sorry. I like to go out and enjoy myself, but I like to come back to a place that isn't filled with, um, what do you call them, bed bugs, and, you know, you're not going to get sepsis for coming into, like, a shitty apartment. So I don't know what that, you know, people champion that sort of lifestyle, but, nah, I'm good. Uh, but this is it. They're just waking up and blah, 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 and people are, like, waking up beside them and stuff, you know, and all that. Good stuff, and then uh, Badass gets a text. Um, can you pick up my friend from um, Bible class or something like that? So we're getting this real. You kind of know where it's going. It's like that's it. Then we meet um, Geek, who's the other. These are twins that are doing this, and you've got the other twin come in, and she's all innocent and fluffy, sort of thing coming into all this debauchery, and you're like, yeah, that works. Yeah, okay, right. That's. <laughs> That's that's the way life works. Um, yeah, we don't know what these people do for a living or anything, but we're kind of guessed that sort of drift, you know, that sort of weird, just drift and do stuff. But yeah, they go to go, uh, they go and pick up best friend, and open the back, open the boot, and there's dead Prozzy inside. We actually seen her briefly in the bar, so we know that she's in the bar. Because we're in red hot, the camera sort of glances at her briefly, briefly, but we don't get an idea of what happened. And next thing you know, there she is in the in the boot of the car, just looking lovely in bed and all that kind of stuff. And of course, they're like, "What do we do?" This after the pick. No, sorry, they went and picked up Goody Two Shoes first because he had to get involved in the plot. Um. Yeah, so I picked him up, man. It was just hit the thing and it popped open. There it is. So, of course, like sensible people, nah, let's not ring the police. Let's go and bury it ourselves because that's what you do. Somebody sticks a body in your car, and there's a lot of drugs as well. And junkies like filling their pockets and stuff, you know, all that good stuff. And you're like, 
And the funny bit is that um, do we kill this person? That's the way they're actually thinking. Do we party too hard and kill someone? You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. User, user maniacs. And that's that. That's the question after every night is up. <laughs> but the plot needs to happen. I just got a. I just got an impression that they'll give a shit making this. They're just like, yeah, fucking. We've got some money off a Canadian government. If the title's gone, let's just have a laugh and do shit. Which do you know what? Whatever. This film is not in any way, shape, or form trying to take itself seriously. So, with that in mind, you can kind of go along with it. It's when you get a movie that's trying to be serious and a shit. <laughs> that's when you have problems. But this is just like, nah, this is just daft fun and it's just splatter fest. And that's what we're doing here. And you're like, yeah, okay, I, I can always get down with that. If you notice that the, the films I like, the like the really daft ones, do have that sort of vibe about them, that they're not taking themselves too seriously and they're just out for laughs. And that kind of translates. When the crew and cast are having fun making the movie, I'm not trying to make any super point or whatever, um, it translates into the material and you can kind of go along with it and like forgive a lot of stuff. As in horror, we do. Uh, a lot of movies get forgiven. Um, so this is this is just um, we know exactly what's going to happen here. It's just going to be a whole series of mishaps and madness issues. Um, what do we say though? It does run out of steam after a certain bit, and then there's a lot of filler. <clears throat> I will say that, but it, I think that's made it work better as a short than a full feature. I don't think the story itself had enough legs to be um, a full feature film. There was enough there, and there was quite a bit felt like padding. Um, but, hey uh it is what it is. But, yeah, they start getting... Uh, they go to a hotel, and this is where you know what they're up to, with the depravity and stuff, because they go to the Clark, and they're like, um, yeah, we don't have any money for a room, but my friend likes you. And she has a corpse in the car, <laughs> I think. And the the clerk's like, "Oh, okay. Have, here's your room." And he goes and does the business, and like doesn't even notice. That, I think the joke is that he's that sad and desperate that we need even notice that. Um, uh, like there's nothing there. Like <laughs> it's a corpse. But hey ho, um, kind of got it. And the plus didn't go. It cut away scene. So comedy like that works. If he doesn't go fully into it, if that makes sense, like there's a lot of mistakes attempted comedies make is the focus on the one thing and go too far. I'll give an example scary movie when they recreate the Blur Witch um, scene with the girl to do a bit of snot, and that that would have been funny, you know, if it had just been like out and cut away, but they don't, they really drag that out and then it loses humor. So that sort of just cutting away, getting on with the plot. I appreciated it because at least it's not dragging out that bit that you're just okay, we get it. It's funny. Ha uh, ha, you know. Um I think that's why I enjoy about this movie actually. Just there's it doesn't labor the points too often. Um we see as well with like splatter punk and stuff. <clears throat> they focus too much on the kills and the gore and they really try to, you know, because they are trying to show something, they spend too long on it, and then it looks daft, and then you lose the effect. One thing I'll say about this movie, it does manage to 
keep the pacing so the scenes at the show aren't dragged out too much. Now, there's some bits that it could have went on too, too long. Um, there's a scene in the apartment later on that kind of does that just a bit more, and it would have been just that bit too long. But thankfully, there's a good there's a good pace for this, so you keep going along. Um, yeah, so they spend the time in the apartment, and then um, the churchy guy, um, he vomits a few times. One thing I do is he um, basically books his ring every time he sees a body or something. They overuse that a bit. So there's an example of a gag that was done too much. The first couple of times, I get, makes sense, but then they were doing it every time. And I got away with too much. So this is where you you know you beat a joke to death. So they did it with him basically barfing. He did it when he first saw the, the hooker and every scene afterwards, you know, that involves some sort of gory, he did it and you're like, nah, it's not funny anymore. You know what I mean? You've, you've lost the effect. Um so there's there's an example when they, they did do it too often. Um yeah, and then it gets weird. Oh, by the way, it's weird seeing the church because we meet the killer, who's the priest, which is a weird chapel because um, it looked like more of an evangelical thing, but it turns out it's a Catholic church, but it's not weird anyway. I, I'm not in that stuff, so um, it's like a youth club and he's singing. There's about three people in the room, but we'll see. The priest saves badass because she burned herself somehow she managed to light herself on fire with the candles um i don't know what the joke was there as if she had that much booze or something that she's flammable sort of thing don't know it's a odd one because it wasn't like her she was a bare arm so it wasn't like her jump or jumper or anything caught fire so i didn't get that scene but it was like a plot device to get him to throw a coat around her but then he stands up and then we see the hooded figure that um got a flashback of him killing the hooker so he's talking about it so you know he's it's him you know it's spelled out from the start but when in the hotel gate the the sister calls the police and it's weird how they're all in one room and the the badass sisters in another even though we only threw out 1k but yeah whatever and they're like oh we need to talk to you so she does this thing as if she's going to take the two cops back to the room and then she beats them both up which is a bit silly because this this scar's like a twig um <laughs> do you know what i mean but once again i think there's a lot of suspension of disbelief and just understand it's just a bit of daft fun um so she chains the two of them up naked the handcuffs into the bed and takes one of her guns and stuff and then goes out and fights with her sister about it and then knocks her out <laughs> Um, it was actually a weird. Um, there's this weird where Geek slaps badass. This weird slap scene, and it looked so. I, I don't know how they did it or what it was with the camera, but just looked strange. Um, because it's it's odd because there's some great fight scenes in this. What I will say is there's some great fight scenes, and they're not Mary Sue characters. So like when they go up against the killer and stuff, like proper beating the general, you know, proper realistic fighting and um. There's about two or three scenes I got, and they're brutal, and that's actually the serious side of things, if that makes sense. So that's what it brings you back. You know, this is bringing you down from the comedy and the oh shit, this is bad, this is a bad person sort of thing. Um, 
which is cool. So I don't get what that first slap was. It looked, I don't know what it was about the camera. It looked strange because then when Badass punches her back, it looked cool. So I don't know what it was. I've watched it twice and you know played it back. And I can't figure out what, what went wrong there. But say the um this happens, then they go to the apartment, and this is where I'm saying they're they're kind of meandering along a bit. Because they basically decide they have to wait the night time, they can't bury her during the day. Instead they're going to bury her, like because goody two shoes like I can't be part of you're just gonna leave her by the road. She deserves more than that and deserves a proper burial in somewhere random. You <laughs> know, but hey ho, that keeps the block on. But they decide that then they need to go buy drugs. And it, it, I was actually a good joke because he says to Junkie, um, didn't that just left a whole bunch of drugs? He's like, no, but I need different drugs. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, I don't like drug culture. Never to have. Don't like it. Don't um, uh, don't appreciate it. I don't think it's funny. It's uh, you know, addicts are freaking horrendous creatures destroy your life if they get a chance um but at least they're not at least they're not fully making it about oh drugs are great sort of thing you know like junkie's a broken human being you see it but the, she goes basically to her dealer who's also her boyfriend who i think was the one was on stage and they're having a fight um which is weird because it seems to be the apartment blocks in a knocking shop because it has a doorman who's dressed up as a cowboy who will later find out it's a pimp. So, don't know, you know what I mean? This is like the underbelly of... Uh, I always thought Canada was a nice place, but uh, the more I'm finding out about it, the less I'm liking it, to be honest. <laughs> it's like they're trying to yank the yanks for trashiness. <laughs> it's like, we could do it better. But uh, yeah, going this here, she ma- makes up this one of them relationship where they're fighting every five minutes and then screwing each other. Uh, yeah, lovely. But that's fine. Everyone else is sitting waiting in the car, apparently. And then a Chinese like triad gang break into the apartment because boyfriend has stolen drugs from them, supposedly. Uh, and then that gets a bit daft because uh, the record, well, they're supposed to leave a message. You know, they take him in they're doing him over and they're about to cut her arm off badass hears it and she runs up to rescue them um and this word gets a wee bit you know i don't know because it was like a throwaway scene where if this had been the thing oh right now they're being chased by the mob and i've got a body in the trunk i could see the the story progressing but they don't they deal with it so she comes in and she shoots everybody and um Junkie gets her arm sort of cut off at the man is like psst, hold it together sort of thing. Um and this is the scene where she's in the bo- uh badass is in the bathroom where uh the boyfriend's lying there, you know, with his guts all pulled out. And thankfully, because it looked as if it was going to drag on a minute, but then she shoots him. At least they just managed to cut him off at that point where I was gonna get right, would you do something? You know, I was starting to feel a wee bit like padding out. Uh, they then go to a park. Or they're heading there and they had a tr- uh, 
Junkie waves her arm out saying it's been cut, and then a truck knocks it off, and then she puts it. Back. I don't know what the point of that scene was, because nothing. There's no actual repercussion for it because her arm got knocked off, and then um, the man is sewed back on again before we're going to the hospital. You know, and you're like, uh, okay, uh, that was a bit of a wasted scene. I don't like I said. I think them being chased by the mob. Would have been a good thing a setup to carry on and then nowhere to actually go to bury the body so we're having to go and hide trying to think of a way to get rid of the body as well this is the point where the movie like i said it would be better as a short because it sort of peters out a bit because they get to the park they wait the night time they're uh smoking and joking and all that kind of stuff to go to barrier but then she gets she sits up and then they whack her with a shovel and then they decide not to bury her it was weird so it's almost as if she came alive and then a whacker and finish her off sort of thing but i don't understand the bit where they've spent all night in this park essentially and they haven't buried the body because they have the shovel they're all they're digging and all that sort of stuff so for some reason they've still got the the hooker there she's out in the open, they bring her. They're bringing her back. Then the cowboy appears because it turns out he's a pimp, and then he's wrangling with badass, and she shoots him, and it just once again another another daft scene. If that makes sense, because this could have been invested in the chase, and the rest of the movie wouldn't have feels if it was filler, <laughs> because. They deal with that, he gets killed. Uh, then they decide to go their separate ways. And Geek takes Junkie to the hospital, and then she's going to bury the body herself. And Geek is going to go back home, but then she finds the hooker's wallet and decides to go check out her house. And Goody Two Shoes is going to go back to church, and he gets in heavenly cabs, um, and has a weird conversation with we think is God sort of thing. Um, tells him, "Are you going to abandon your girl?" Sort of thing, you know, go get her and all that kind of stuff. Um, if you truly love her and all that kind of nonsense. Um, this is where the movie gets a bit. This is where kind of said, I said it falls flat. It just meanders along for an bit, and there's a lot of padding filler because they go back to check the house for some reason and they know her name now but they still call her the hooker and go to the house and they find a dog and then everybody ends up back at this house you know somehow the plot manages to happen like, yeah somebody else comes in and they kill them i remember now yeah, because there's, like I said, it was kind of find it difficult to hold on to the second part of the, the sort of the last uh, bit of the movie because they'd already achieved the aim. Now, if they had a barrier and you had something, and then they're they're going to look for the serial killer and all that kind of stuff, it would have made sense. But it goes around in circles for a bit, and this is where I um I did struggle to sort of maintain attention. But somebody else comes to the house. And have a fight with them and then they cut them up and they're they're 
bags. <sighs> oh yeah, serial killer arrives in the guard as well, knocks uh, Geek's eye out. Which, what I will say, it's a better eye popping out scene than Midnight Meat Train, so I'll give them that. <laughs> they did a better job than Midnight Meat Train, because that scene with uh, Ted Raimi was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> That's, I think it's the worst horror scene I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Just absolutely shockingly bad. Um, so Lisa did that right. But yeah, weird stuff happens and then they're, they're kind of meander along a bit. Geek is it Geek? No. The body gets nicked and it's badass gets kidnapped. Or is it the other? Yeah, it is. Badass gets kidnapped and taken away. And then they've got to figure out how to get her back and her take a business card because the killer wants them to come. And of course, it's revealed that it's, you know, uh, we'll see her in the den and it turned out it's the priest and he's got a whole bunch of henchmen. And the thing is, you don't get an explanation for the henchmen, you get an explanation for him and why he does what he does. But you don't get an explanation why he's got a whole group or a cult. Um, yeah, so that the like I said, the the good startup, good run, and it was managing to keep it tight. This sort of the second half into the third act is really struggle. It's a real struggle to get through because it's too much padding and filler. But yeah, it gets revealed he's at and blah blah blah. They come and rescue her. This whole big weird fight scene. And that's the thing. That's where it's not believable because um, especially Geek all of a sudden becoming a Kung Fu kick-ass doesn't make sense. You can kind of get badass, but as I said, these, these girls are they're, they're flipping. They're, they're all built like twigs. And they're knocking and throwing by big burly blokes and it doesn't make sense. Um... You can understand him getting a sucker punch or using weapons, yes. Uh, and they did a wee bit of that, but when it actually comes down to it, uh, it just it's a bit daft and it just takes you once again, takes you right out of it. But um, Serial Killer Boy has all the hookers he's killed lined up in this building, and he's got the, the one, their one, and amongst it. And of course, um, Goody Tushy's sick again. And you're like, oh, for frick's sake, you'd have nothing left in your stomach to wretch with. What are you doing? Um, that's where I got overused. I was getting annoying at the end because, like, come on, stop it. Um, yeah. So to go to have a big fight and take care of serial killer, just like that. They take care of, they sort of take care of all the henchmen. They knock them out and stuff, but nothing really comes of it. He gets dealt with. And then the go, at this point, they could have been well justified to ring the place and just have them come to the building all sorted out. It's all explained. But they don't. They leave and they take the hooker with them to go and bury her. And you're like, that's, um, that's where it gets a bit silly. Well, like I said, this second part is they do that. So they go and take her, then have a scene at the end where, oh, I love you, and we're all best buddies and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, the barrier. And 
goody two shoes and geek get together and everyone lives happily ever after sort of thing. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Like I said, um, didn't hear it. Wasn't blown away by it. I had a few huh, sort of, but it wasn't like outright belly laughing the way through it. Uh, Rib Spreader was done much better. If you want to see this sort of movie done, you know, done really well, Rib Spreader, I really enjoyed that one, actually. Um, that Because it sets up a universe, so all the madness is explained. This kind of doesn't. It's just the, oh, yeah, we're trashy people doing trashy McTrash things, which is kind of meh. Um, like I said, it's Canadians trying to be too Americanized. They're, they're trying to be like they're their cousins sort of thing and they're trying too hard and that's it shows it's like flipping london twats over here trying too hard to be americans you're like get a grip wise up to yourselves um i like uh like new zealand stuff because they at least they have their own identity aussie stuff's good they have their own identity they still maintain that uh that's the whole point of international Flares you have different, you know, uh, Korean stuff, South Korean stuff's brilliant. <laughs> when you see theirs, they, they've got their own unique flavor and brand. Uh, it seems to be Canada and southern end of England here, it's just full of wannabes and tryhards, which is kind of sad to watch. And you kind of get that in this movie, and I think that's just Canada in general, which is tragic <laughs> to be honest because no need. Um, celebrate who you are, you know. You, we've all got unique cultural identity for a reason. <sighs> but, um, yeah, you can have a laugh with this. You know, if you go, you know, you're just in for Splatterpunk type stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Bit of a laugh. The second half's a struggle. This would have been definitely better as a short, like I said. Kept it as a short, this would have been amazing. It would have been really punchy and the momentum, like, the it just peters out after the the park scene uh so they should have had it wrapped up there i think in some way but uh there you go that was that um links in the description all that good stuff if you want to check it out yeah that's for me that's um the movie was made with honest and you can tell it's made with honest intentions you know just want to make a movie just want to have a bit of a laugh and that's fair enough. I can appreciate that. That's why, like I was saying, when I, I kind of get the, the feel of a movie, I can not be harsh about it when I, I get the sort of the vibe why it's been made. It's when, like I said, they're trying to be super serious and to do it really badly. Like The Hills Have Eyes, those two movies were absolutely atrocious. And they're trying to be like super scary, serious, you know, um, slashers or what and it fails miserably those movies i will rip the bag out of because it's a pretentiousness about it that's yeah we're giving you the best thing by somebody who doesn't have talent at least something like this is honest about what it is it's a b movie it's celebrating the fact it's a b movie and cool you can't watch you can watch five or six days in a row you, your brain running you start dripping out your nose so it would out your ears your brain will just shut down on you go no more please um, but they're good to throw in the mix now and again. Uh, just to fuzzy it up a bit. But there you go. Oh, but not bad. Definitely not the best. 
not the worst either. So that's a good little, yeah. Uh, got some popcorn, a couple of beers, whatever you're into, and uh, have a bit of a laugh with it. But there you go. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, check out the movie. If you've seen the movie, obviously let me know what you think. All that good stuff. Keep up to date with the channel. Do the happy things. Until next time, keep it creepy. Keep it horrific.